Oh, you want more? More! Oh, uh, this good? Oh, wow, that was extreme. Edging. Mutakaramora. Because I'm listening to the wrong feed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a great podcast yeah. start. I yeah. love it. Well, should we start again or just let that know, go? I like it. I like it. It's cash. It's cash. <laughs> you were asking me if I recognize this. I think, it, is it Labyrinth? It's Labyrinth and... No Bonnie Vare? No, no. <laughs> uh, Billie Eilish is uncredited on this song. It's called Never Felt So Alone. That labyrinth is so cool, eh? Like, such a cool dude. I I have no idea what he's like. I just know that he contributes a lot of music to, let's say, um, what's the HBO series? Euphoria. Euphoria, yeah. That music was so good. Yeah. So good. Weird. He's trippy. (laughs) Yeah, this one's a bit trippy for sure. Uh, speaking of Billie Eilish, you know, I wonder if I can, uh, I can probably play it here. Uh, she just posted a cover of Hotline Bling, but it's a minute long. Okay. It's, uh, it's just called Hotline, and uh, let me see here. It's kind of a, it's a really spacey version of Drake's Hotline Bling. I mean, this has got Billie Eilish written all over at the beginning here. You you may not even notice of it it being like a Hotline cover, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, not right out of the gate, absolutely not. Pretty much it. It's a minute long. I don't even think that would count uh, as a song if we were playing that on the radio, on our radio show. I love little songs like that. You always rip on me for picking little minute long songs. You're like, that's not a cult. That's not a song. Yeah, yeah, no. It's actually an interlude. It's an interlude. It is. That sounded like an interlude. That did not sound like a song to me. It doesn't sound like a cover. You know what song I was listening? I was listening to some old Drake the other day and uh, I I stumbled across Passion Fruit again. And I'm like, this is such a jam. Passion fruit. Yeah. It's not even that old, is it? 15, somewhere around there. 15, 16. I mean, how old does Drake go back? Would this be considered old Drake? I'm trying to think of when he put out his first album. Oh, 07, 08, 08, 07. Okay. Say, so it's mid Drake. Yeah. It's mid Drake. Yeah. That's the nice thing about Drake is he kind of like... He's all over the place. He's, he's, I like singy Drake better. This is all singy Drake. Know, There's no rapping I, I in this. That. Yeah. I love that. I, and I like a mix of the two. I just don't like all talking Drake. Mm. If it's a song that's just him talking the whole way, forget it. 
The only hold problem on, hold on, fuck that. is this part here. Fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I'm not hold used on. to this version, right? Oh, yeah, because you hear the radio at yeah, it all yeah. the time, yeah. I don't think I've ever really listened to oh, this song true. on Spotify. On this motherfucking record. <laughs> like if you want to play this, uh, you know, in a public place, it gets a bit X-rated. Hey, y'all get some more drinks going on. I sound a whole lot better. They usually edit all that out and hit right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder, can you find a clean version on a streamer? On a streamer? Uh, I don't know. Definitely on YouTube. Sometimes they do have clean versions, but, uh... Yeah, there you go. Seeing you got ritualistic we haven't had a good singy Drake song in a while. He's been angry. He's been rapping. Give me some more singing Drake. There's another version of this, but it's the exact same length. So let's see. What was that about? Uh, hold on. Hold oh, on. he does it. Hang on. He does it. Let's see. Good. Oh, this is just it's quiet. muted. Yeah. I got to start the record over. Oh, okay, great. so there is a clean version. So that what you did can you search? To. I just passion fruit. There's like an explicit version, and then one that doesn't have that e on it. So nice. Okay, good to good to know. They created another version. So when you maybe at your uh, at my bar, your bar or something, or if your kids around. Yeah, sometimes like when it's a nice day and the windows open at the bar and it's flowing, the music's flowing out into the street. You don't want to be like, let me start this motherfucking record again. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, people walking by with strollers. You know. Yeah, yeah. Is Drake your number one? Like, if you said your favorite artist of all time, I mean, it's got to be top he's, three he's for you. He's up there. Drake, I really like. I really like Radiohead. I find I can listen to Radiohead through the years and really go down a rabbit hole. Mm. I don't know who else I'd put in, in, in a cat. Yeah, those two artists. Radiohead and Drake, that's like completely different, you know? Such a hard question to answer. It's so I hard. I know, I know. But it's I mean, so like, hard. I could, I could, you know, I could throw uh, names that would be in a top five. Here's you know? a question: In your Spotify, who's the most popular artist? That I think that's a better way to put it. Like, if I whose music, like, who do I have the most songs from? It would be Drake and Radiohead in my Spotify. Yeah. Mine's a little skewed because uh, sometimes my we have accounts like that my uh, kids are sometimes using, yeah. or I use it for the radio show, and we're oh. looking up ridiculous things, so yes. it throws off the algorithm. Yeah, I can't really trust my you know for you stuff. But if it was just your playlist, it would probably be Led Zeppelin. Mm, nah, probably not these days. I, you know, like they're my favorite band of all time, mm-hmm. but it's not the music I listen to the most right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I always go back to it. Yeah, it's the same. Like I, don't, I, I love Oasis, one of my favorite bands. I love the Stones, but I'm not always listening to that yeah. stuff, you know? Yeah. I, I kind of, yeah, it changes. In fact, I often will listen, I want to listen to stuff that I've never heard before, but it fits the template of music that I like. Yeah. You know, like chill, cool, mm. like, you know, depending on what the mood is, I'm trying to set. But Do you have a Zeppelin playlist? Yeah, of course I do. What's it called? Oh, it's called T-Led Zeppelin. <laughs> All my playlists that I curate myself, I put my initial 
just so when I'm searching for, because I, I heart a lot of other playlists yeah. that I just like, but uh, ones that I curate, I put a T in front. And uh, Okay, I'm going to check out your Led Zeppelin playlist because I, I follow your T-80s playlist. It's probably too cool for you. I don't know if you'll the like Zeppelin? the Zeppelin one. Yeah, it's probably too cool. You'll probably be like, where are all the radio hits? Oh, no. I wa- How come I- Ramble On's not on here? No, I actually, that's what I want to get away from is the radio hits. I want to hear the deeper cuts. So I want a real Led Zeppelin fan to to take me through the albums. That's why I was saying it. Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> 11 I could, minute in my time of dying going for you. Yeah, that would that's probably not on my playlist. It's Moby not Dick? One of my, no. <laughs> I Moby love that one. Dick. The drum solo is so good. Yeah. Where is it? Oh, here it is. I was just curious how many songs I have on here. 24 songs. Okay. I mean, they got a lot out there. Yeah. You want to know my favorite Led Zeppelin song of all time? Yes, please. I wonder if you've even heard the song before. Maybe I haven't. Uh, it's one. Of, it's one of two. This is. It's hard to pick a favorite, but this is probably the one. Yeah, I've heard this. Yeah. You know this one? Yes. The rain song. The build-up of this song yeah. is so epic. Yeah. This and I'd say like 10 Years Gone is another one of my favorite all-time Led Zeppelin songs. Can I hear 10 Years Gone? Oh, hang on. Is it in I, 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 I got to get this right into that. Oh. You know. That whale, man. Oh. What's really sad is that music is getting so short, like songs are getting so short, that yeah. the art of that buildup is gone. Totally. And I fucking love a good song buildup. This you know, song's almost eight minutes long, yeah. you know? Ten years gone is six and a half minutes, so you might know that. I don't know. Maybe you don't know this song. It's a great song. This right. is, uh, ah, this might be, I'm, I'd be, it'd be a toss-up between uh, the Rain song and Ten Years Gone for favorite Led Zeppelin song. Mine is Traveling Riverside Blues. Oh, yeah. That I was really, like the bonus from the yeah. box set. Yeah. I also really like Dancing Days. Yeah, yeah. Huh. And that, That's <laughs> not on my list. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, maybe STP I should be like, did a wicked cover of Dancing Days, too. Maybe I should listen to Bonuses. Nah. Traveling Riverside Led Blues is, is, is a more upbeat. Yeah. I like the, the more like this. Fun. I, you know when I listen to this music the most is when I'm uh, when I'm sailing in the summer. Like when I'm on my boat alone, I got my earbuds in. Mm. Maybe I got a tequila or two in me as well. Oh, I thought you were going to say when you were banging hot chicks. <laughs> I listen to this banging hot chicks. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> and you're making love yeah, to all those ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like so a this lot of is, these songs are like three songs in one. You know, this is summertime for you. Led yeah. Zeppelin is summertime. Yeah, Led Zeppelin is uh, these days. It tends to be when I have some serious time to listen to music and I want to change it up. That's and, Drake for me too, actually. Because yeah. I remember we were down in um, where were we? Uh, Dominican Republic with a bunch of winners. And we went on that boat cruise, and the music was terrible. Yeah, One yeah. you would have puked. Follow the leader. <laughs> Follow the leader. Yeah. Le- like, so loud, yeah. your ears are bleeding, and they're trying to get us to dance. It was like, guys, give me the controls. And they did. And I just played a bunch of Drake kind of island vibe music. Yeah. And that, that just brings me back to being on that boat anytime I listen to Drake now. Do you know this song? Yes. So these are the deep cuts you're gonna show oh, no. me. <laughs> I mean, you don't hear this. 
Yeah, on the this radio. Is a, this isn't, I wouldn't consider this a deep Oh my cut, God, this is on, like, um, what's that? Oh, Almost Famous. Almost Famous. Yeah, this yeah. is such a famous scene. Wasn't also, wasn't Tangerine on uh, Almost Famous as well? Do you know this one? I do, but I don't remember the scene from the movie. Uh, maybe it wasn't. Great band. Great band. Thanks. Thanks for steering us in that rabbit hole. Sorry, dude. I can keep going. I know. Oh, this song's spooky. Oh, yeah. Good song. No Quarter? Oh, my God. It's a great song. This is actually, Matt has just recently fallen in love with this song. And oh, he yeah? loves pulling up to our cabin with this <laughs> fucking <laughs> blaring yeah, yeah, yeah. through the woods. I'm like, I think it's a bit loud. Let me, let me speed into it a little bit because this is another seven minute uh, song. And the piano? Yes. Who played the piano? Or would they bring John in someone? John Paul Jones was keyboards. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh! Your jam band, right? I mean, I, I'm so thankful that there are new platforms now that are introducing young people to this kind of music. You're right. Um, TikTok. I, I forget the artist that my kid was listening to the other day, but it was super old and random. And it was because it's like a song that's famous on TikTok right now. And, you know, these... Hang on, let me... Uh... I love that guitar sound. It just... This song just like... It's a journey. I'm telling you, yeah. it's one thing I didn't realize I was going to like as a parent was ex- is exposing. <laughs> yeah! Like, playing these songs for, like, a six-year-old and uh, in a car and playing it loud. <laughs> it's so fun, Bundus. I can't wait for you to get to do that. Pink Floyd has some pretty epic songs too that you could listen to sure. and uh, turn yeah. up loud. And yeah. it's just it's like music that's uh, so unlike anything being made today. Yeah, and not to say that I'm not one of those people like today's music sucks. <laughs> and I mean, I wasn't even alive when Led Zeppelin were releasing most of their stuff, you know, mm-hmm. or their early stuff at least. Um, but yeah, some of it it's just it's just so different. I, and I, the equipment they had back then to make that music was so different than today. Like it was so much harder. Yeah. To put together. I um I don't really, like, I never wrote songs quite like that. I have a few that are like that. But what it reminds me of is, like, especially at the time, like, a lot of drugs and just alcohol and hanging out and, and rehearsing. So, like, I have voice notes on my phone of jam sessions from my band that are 20 minutes long that are all vibe stuff like that. Yeah. You know? And then you go and try and write a song after, and you're like, okay, I got to structure it this way. It's got to be this long. Of course, it's got to happen here. And and you kind of lose you lose stuff where these guys, it's like they didn't give a shit. It's just like, oh, we got high. We jam for twenty minutes. This works. Let's mm-hmm. let's just do that, right? Would wow. you take Would you take a song like a jam session that was twenty minutes long that you have a voice note of, and do like an edit of it on your computer and then play the edit of it live? Is that kind of how you would do that? Yeah, it's like I would have I would have the voice note and I would listen to it over and I'd see like, oh, this is a really cool part. I really like how we did this. And then you're kind of taking pieces from that jam and trying to build a song out of those pieces. So fun. But you never quite get the vibe right. Oh. You know, it's it's never the same as it was that first time you did it. Yeah. 
Five's gone. Five's, Five's gone. gone, right? Five's gone. <laughs> Five's gone. Well, plus, you know, back then you had to be in the room with the people to play the songs. Interesting I mean, point. That's not true. You could bring tape somewhere yeah. to a studio. You could bring equipment to a studio. But for the most part, when people wrote, they were in the same room together yeah. jamming stuff out. Whereas right. today, you know, someone creates a beat on a computer. Sends it off. It sends it off. And, and there's a place for that music, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, and there's always been that sort of factory music. People that say, oh, music today is all like, they don't even write their own songs, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you look at what Motown was. Motown music, all those bands, yeah. there was a factory. Yeah. It was a team of writers in a room, and they were pumping out songs for all the different acts to perform. That's right. They were banging them off. They were putting them out as singles. It was no different then than it is today with Top jazz 40. Jazz standards is that. Like, your old jazz standards wow. is a song written by some old dude that a million people do a version of. Yeah. There right? was, there's probably like 10 people who wrote all these amazing <laughs> songs, and then all the jazz, or all the standard singers, Frank Sinatra's, Tony Bennett's, yeah. you know. They do their take of it. They would, uh, the the Rat Pack, they would just do their take of a song yeah. and it was fine. But anyway, hey, uh, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird rabbit hole. Yeah. I was I was thinking about um, that Victoria's Secret fashion show and the revamped version of it. And if you haven't heard, uh, basically there will be some kind of fashion show, but what they're really doing is creating like a feature movie um, that's going to stream before some sort of fashion event. And it seems like uh, they're getting away from having like the super hot models in the wings doing their thing with every now and then an artist coming out and singing while they continue to walk down the aisle Mm. or the runway rather. And now they're focusing on creating like these fashion, uh, I don't know, like they haven't got into what they're doing, but it's all these like artists and uh, designers and they're going to be following them as they build I guess, concepts mm-hmm. for Victoria's Secret. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to do some fashion event after. I mean, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that um, there was one look that was hot back in the day. And it was like, you know, you had to look like that or you weren't hot. And now there's a lot of different looks that are hot. You realize there's a many different body types that appeal to many different people. I mean, I think I remember when Kim Kardashian was just starting to get big and Paris Hilton was bigger than her. Paris Hilton like called her ass like cottage cheese ass or something like like she kind of called her fat, mm-hmm. right? And now like Kim Kardashian's body is the idolized body. So there's lingerie for all different body shapes now. And I think that's what Victoria's Secret's trying to do. Like, there wasn't this one type of body. I bet you to be an angel in a Victoria's Secret show, you had to fit this mold. And now you don't necessarily have to. You know, they don't, you don't see them doing that with guys as much, though. I know that there's more pressure on different uh, designers to include all different types of body shapes in their fashion stuff. But you never see, like... Uh, male um, models walking down a runway wearing suits that are, you know, 280 pounds overweight, like in the in the wrong way, you know, like there are people who are big and muscular, but you don't see someone with like morbidly obese walking down in mm. a Tom Ford suit or anything like that. Mm. Um, but That's anyway, an interesting it, point. It, it does seem like um, that, you know, they did shut down originally the, it wasn't COVID that shut down the Victoria's Secret fashion show. It was the pressure to have more representation on stage. Yeah. Uh, amongst the women. But anyway, the, the, the reason why I'm bringing it up is I, I, I was thinking about how like that used to be a version of pornography, you know, for a teenage kid. Oh, yeah. Was to watch something like that. Like <laughs> yeah. that was, you know, you would, that would be a good day, 
you know, to be able to have access to that. You know, How did you have access to that? Because you had to have a special channel. Like, I'm pretty sure you had to pay. It was pay-per-view, maybe? I don't I remember. Think so. I think it was pretty on the networks. Sh- it was on the networks. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. It goes back to a point like pre-internet uh, porn being widely available, doesn't it? Yes, I think it does. Or I, I, know, I know certainly the Sports Illustrated swimsuit specials they would do would also be like a version of porn for children or, you know, teenagers who, you yep. know, couldn't access a lot of stuff for free on the internet. Yep. And just what a different time that was. Yeah. And I and I wonder, you know, I have no idea what it'd be like to be 15 today versus 15 back then. Oh my God, it'd be like living in heaven. Or would it be a curse though? You know what well, I mean? Like When yeah. you're 15 years old, I, I mean, I can speak from how I was when I was 15 years old. All I thought about was girls and wanting to masturbate all the time. And you're always trying to find access to pornography. And if you have the internet today, yeah. Pornhub, oh my God, you'd just be like sitting in your bedroom all day, all your socks in the garbage. And like, that's why that's why I'm wondering, like, is it a better era though to say that that, yeah, it, you know, from a satisfied, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, what would, are you better off growing up in the time where I did where you had to get a little more creative, you know? Better off is a different question. I, I don't think you're better off for it, but if you're 15, you're probably thinking in the moment, this is the best thing ever. Yeah, I wonder. I just wonder if like you become... I don't know, messed up having that much access to porn. Oh, for sure you will. Right? For sure. I'm trying to remember like the first time I saw sex on screen. Like I'm trying to, oh, it's probably that movie Kids. We always talk about that, that movie. I think that's the first time I saw sex, you know, on screen. And I would have been like 14 at a movie theater in a rated R movie. I had no business being in, you know. But that was simulated sex. And it was simulated. Wasn't it wasn't real. even like They're they actors. were they I weren't mean, showing me what was happening. Now you got the close ups and and uh, you know, it's like a lot to take in, I'm sure, for someone who's never had sex before. Yeah, and yeah. to learn about sex that, that way, way too is yeah. pretty like distorted. You know, I, I, you know, and I bring it up because like I, I look at my kids and their phones and my daughter said to me the other day, it's like the, you know, they wish that they didn't have these phones. Why? Because they know they're addicted to them. We know we're addicted to our phones too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm on my phone all the time and and they're like, uh, I wish we didn't have these. Yeah. But I'm like, well, why don't you put it down? Well, I can't because I'm addicted. You know what I mean? Like, you, yeah, they, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of thing. And I, it just made me think about like pornography is kind of the same thing. Like it's so, it would be so much for somebody that age. Couldn't imagine what it'd be like. Do you like. think your daughters have like looked at porn just to see what it was about? I would think so. Yeah. I mean, I I don't, I never asked that question. Yeah. But maybe I should. Maybe it's time to have that conversation. We'd be like, hey, just so you know, the stuff you see there is not what you should like expect it's, to yeah. have to do in order to like, yeah. you know. Because that's Down what sex road. looks like. And you're like, oh, the guy seems to be really enjoying himself in that moment. I guess that's hot. I don't know. Yeah. You know? guess that's what it is. Because I remember being young and being like, oh, all you want to know is like, what's hot? What is it? What do I got to do? What? <laughs> you know, I don't want to go in there and fail. Yeah, yeah. What did you think was hot? What What, what were your... Uh... Big boobs. I mean... Oh, okay. Breasts. Yeah, and, works. you know, of course, it's what you don't have that's hot. Always, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you just dreamed of having bigger breasts. I prayed thought... for bigger breasts. Yeah? I prayed for at least bees. At least bees. Please, God. What would that prayer sound like? 
Please, God, just give me bees. I, I, I won't ask for anything else. Just bees. I, that's all I want. I'm not asking for too much. Just a bee. And because uh, you grew up in a religious family, did you pray every day? Yeah. Like it was part of your bed night, bedtime ritual? Like you had to say your prayers? Well, you didn't Father have to. who art in heaven, hallowed be, be thy, thy name. name. Yeah, yeah. And then you like. Say a little prayer when you get into bed. I mean, I still sometimes do that, but it's more like I talk, think, to, think about my dad. You know, I'm talking to my dad. Less, yeah. less specific to Jesus. You know, yeah, and uh, I don't ask my dad for bee boobs. Yeah, that, <laughs> no, no, dad, dad if please. you know somebody, you could uh, somehow please, act in a way. No, I'm over it now. I'm over it now. But it's it was important back then because I saw like I had friends who were bigger breasted, and I saw that that is what it was all about was boobs. That's the only thing that mattered. I thought. Back in the day, I mean, you guys can concur. Oh, I mean, <laughs> when you're young and all of a sudden one girl sprouts oh and everybody God. else doesn't, it is very like whoa. But you like that's not what makes someone hot. Like especially in, in a sexual kind of uh, relationship, what makes somebody hot is really the enthusiasm of being there and like right. the passion behind everything they do with you, whether it's the 100%. way they touch you, the way they look at you, the way they kiss you. That's what's hot. Like that's what makes the experience good. It's yeah, yeah, boobs are great. Yeah, sore <laughs> six packs. Like all that stuff is great, but at the end of the day, that's not really what what puts the cherry on yeah, top. Yeah, you're it. right. I have a you're buddy right. that was in a very sexless uh, relationship for years and years. Like went, I think six years uh, before they broke up, they hadn't had sex. That's but wild. Uh, but every now and then she would offer like a hand job. Okay, and she'd say. He would say, sorry, uh, that like, you know, watching her give him a hand job was like, you know, watching somebody working for the city digging a hole. Oh, like they, did, they did not want to be there at all, you know, doing that. But they're doing it for him. But they did it with the enthusiasm that somebody's doing like yard work. Oh, man. And, yeah, uh, yeah. and then he's like, I didn't even want it. I didn't even want that. Like, you know, it was better to be alone with porn than it would be to have oh. somebody Almost begrudgingly, or you know, it's the worst. It looks like work. It looked like work. Did she have great boobs, though? (laughs) (laughs) At least pull them out out for me while you do that. She just did not. She wanted to be his best friend and didn't want to be his lover. Uh, And uh, and he he managed six years. That's way longer than I could. Barely anything. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, uh, if my wife just shut down. Sexually, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I think we'd have to have a conversation about like, okay, well, you know, if we're gonna stay together, th- I'm gonna need to find this in another way. <sighs> you know, our, our marriage might have to become open to a certain degree. What are the rules? You know, how can we move forward You'd if this is talk. the path? Did they have a talk? Did they talk like that? Yeah, yeah. They they were they were very close friends. You know, and they would talk about stuff, but she just wasn't into it. I hear a lot about relationships failing because it just became like roommates and friends actually well yeah you know the sec the sexual energy was gone but they were still great friends and but that's not what you, you're not looking for a friendship when you get married with someone well, no yeah hey no you're not i'm sorry i have friends i don't need another friend that i live with <laughs> well, yeah no well. it's true it's true when you say that that you do have friends but like you're you're you're, you're establishing a partnership with someone sex is a component to that but there could come a time where you don't have sex often and you want to make sure that you are friends with them and enjoy spending time with them otherwise you're in for a rude awakening you know a few years down the road to a certain degree but i think a relationship is fundamentally based on a sexual attraction like like if you're when you're talking about a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a marriage like if you don't have that you are literally roommates you're just friends that's Mm -hmm. all you are and that's fine if that's what you're looking for but 
You'll need- stop having sex one day in your life, probably. Mm-hmm. You know, you might be 68 years old or 74 or whatever. Maybe there's some health complications. You just can't do it anymore. Okay, right. but that's, you're, you're talking about an old age. I'm talking about for the good majority part of your life where your penis still works and your vagina still works. Like, yeah. I mean, they're saying you, there's an STI uh, problem in nursing homes. Like, maybe, and look, Robert De Niro just had a baby at 79. Maybe you yeah. don't have to stop having his sex. Girl, his girlfriend's not 79. <laughs> so you know. <laughs> I want to get back to Maura praying for B cups here. Please, uh, God. I didn't get them. I didn't get them. Every night you'd pray for them? Like how many Probably, days in a row? I don't know. Like also clear skin was also a concern. Uh, you see, you, you blocked the prayer. <laughs> you can't ask for too many things. Oh, I can hear you. <laughs> You ruined it. You asked for too much. Oh, I'm sorry. Bees and clear skin is too much. I was prepared to give you the bee cups. But then you asked for the clear skin, and I thought, no, she's getting greedy. Go back to the drawing board, my child. All right. I did it. I I messed up. I messed up. What, what do you think your mom would think if uh, she found out that when you were praying, you were praying for B cups? I think she was that that she would think that was pretty typical teenage girl. Okay, you know, didn't you ask for something? I never prayed. No. Never had to say my prayers. No, no, but didn't, didn't you? Do she like closed your eyes and like I wish. wish I hope, yeah. I hope, I hope my wish? dick grows two inches. You know, like something like that. Does it grow, no. by the way, significantly through your childhood, or is it like one day you wake up and your balls drop? <laughs> Uh, That's a real question. You know, is it like breasts uh, that, like you, you develop, you pass a threshold, and you're like, oh, I'm developing. I can't really recall. Like I don't really remember. I don't remember that either. I don't remember being like, oh, another half inch this (laughs) month. You know, like I don't. It's it happens. I think so gradual as you grow that you almost don't notice it. yeah, I don't remember a time saying, hey, finally made it <laughs> you know, to where I want to be. You're not measuring it as a as a young teen or anything? But yeah. I think by then you're already at your almost max uh, oh, are you? depth and d- 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 height and whatever. Wouldn't that be something? You know how like a lot of families, like when their kids are growing, they like they stand by like the door frame and they put little notches like at the yeah. height? Would you do that on your bed frame with your dick? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Every, yeah, every month you just kind of like put another notch. Oh, it dropped a little bit lower. It's an interesting lower. question because with with breasts, uh, the reason I knew about my size is because it's an A. Like they're sized, right? Yeah. yeah, you don't know that about your penis. Imagine, you know, your underwear had a cup that fit a certain dick size, <laughs> yeah, but and that, you were always buying the A cup. Would you not have thought, oh, man, I wish I had more junk to put in that cup? It's not the same at all because your penis size changes through the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. It grows and shrinks, and uh, you could never – it would never be – Something you would buy. Yeah, even like when you're erect, depending on how turned on you are, you can have a larger penis than oh. on another day, right? More blood flow going there. Such an interesting organ. Thank you for that. Okay, so yeah, it's just it, gradual. Boobs are kind of always one size. I mean, sure, your nipples could be hard and no, like push I, it a bit, but the boob is generally the same size, right? Depending on the time of the month, actually, they, they get a little bit oh, yeah? more um, engorged. Uh, that's the wrong word. That's more of like a Swole. breastfeeding thing. Swollen, like depending on where you are in your cycle. 
So you look better at one time of the month or you're well, happier with yourself? Usually in that, month? that time of the cycle, you're looking like shit because other things are going on, you know? Mm-hmm. But them titties is looking big. <laughs> but your breasts are looking great. Yeah. That's yeah. the day to rock the cleavage for sure. Yeah. Is this what you wanted to talk about? I don't even remember what you wanted to talk about. I don't on this remember podcast. either. No, I was just thinking about like just uh, the idea of how something like a Victoria's Secret fashion oh. show could be pornography, yeah. you know, to somebody. Just like Cosmo magazine used to be like, you uh, know, what you could get. Man, Hot chicks, whatever. Sears catalog, Sears catalog. Oh my God. More porn to me. Christmas time, the inserts in all the newspapers yeah. that had all the ads for all the, you know, Christmas lingerie. Yeah, that was like you know christmas it was christmas for a boy like sears catalog was a bit sterile and big but those little things you could flip through you know oh yeah yeah they were color often oh. <laughs> it's a workout just trying to hold that thing up while you're doing your thing <laughs> i actually had a bunch of stuff we were going to talk about in this podcast and i didn't get to it you just got, you just had to dominate with the B cup. Sorry, first. guys. No. Please, Kidding. God, please. Honestly, I think it was dominated by Zeppelin, to be honest with you. We yeah, could, yeah, Zeppelin may have dominated it. Zeppelin took over. I had a whole story I wanted to talk about, about a Snapchat influencer, this hot chick. She's 23. She just created an AI version of herself, and she charges people she said she's just got the beta up now but her plan is to charge people by the minute so you can be her boyfriend to the ai version of her so there'd be no cap on how many guys could sign up and you just if you want to you know because you see her and it's like it's almost like margot robbie if you will Mm. if i could interact with a ai version of margot robbie would i pay to do that 100 you would. she's like one of my number ones you know let me guess a cup she's an a cup team a i don't even think think she's that big though i think she's i think she might oh she might be c maybe c oh please a c to an a is huge but look i'm not attracted to it's not her breasts that make her so attractive her face is stunning and her her overall just figure is stunning like great but lips (laughs) eyes smile and she seems so nice Oh my God. Wall Street, man. 32B, my friend. There you go. B cup. Wow. Yeah, my number one's a B cup. Now, if I was designing a woman (laughs) (laughs) and I used Margot Robbie's face, maybe in the body, I'd ask for a C. Maybe. Plus, something like that. Our song ended, guys. (laughs) It's a shorty. Yeah, yeah. Now we got to, what do I do? Do I back it up? Because normally we just let the song play us out. Back it up. Okay. <laughs> That's never happened before. We were talking about breasts. Things happen. Yeah. We were talking about breasts. I guess we don't want to be over. We don't want to be done with this podcast. We got to, though. Yeah. We got to. All right. We got to get out of the studio we're in. Uh, thanks for checking this out. Don't forget to check us out on our radio show, 102.1 The Edge, in Toronto, weekday mornings and evenings on the world-famous Sea Fox in Vancouver. So